It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Manchester Football Social. Welcome to the Manchester Football Social. My name is Joe McGrath and it's Wednesday. We are halfway through the week and I've been joined by some very special people in the studio to talk football for an hour and it can't get any better than that. Uh, this is the Wednesday Club and I'll talk you through what we got on the show today before I introduce you uh, to our guests. We've got Danny Jackson representing Manchester City. Hello, Danny. Good evening, Joe. Good evening. And Steve <laughs> Shanyaski representing the Red Side. Hello, Hello, Steve. Are you very well, you two? Very well. Let's very, get into the talking well. points before I introduce the special guest as well who'll be with us uh, throughout the show uh, I want to know about uh, the greatest Premier League goalkeeper of all time Petr Cech announces his retirement brings up the debate so we'll have it here on the Manchester Football Social uh, we're also going to be going through uh, the games uh, coming up for both the red side and the blue side of Manchester and this new sort of fray, uh, this new sort of what is it a trend that is doing the 10 year challenge have you seen it on social media yeah it's very simple you take a picture of yourself now and one 10 years ago and you're shocked by by how much things have changed so we're going to take a team from City and we're going to take a team from United 10 years ago and we're going to see how many players you can guess starting 10 years ago I wasn't married starting up, well, you're not married <laughs> we can do it all over again I Steve let's terribly do, renew then. your vows uh, right so before we get into the greatest goalkeeper debate we have got a very special guest in the studio his name is Michael he's a Wigan fan uh, good evening Michael how are you you're right, Joe I'm very well Michael <laughs> Uh, Michael, so uh, you are uh, a legend amongst footballing fans, I've got to say, and it's a nearly a year old, uh, one of the, uh, the great videos that happened when you were at, uh, what game was it, Michael, you were at? Bolton away in the FA Cup, round three, and like, I can't believe, like, how it's, like, turned and, like, how, like, a lot of people have seen it and shared it and, like, it's just crazy. So, it was a video where a guy from Wigan, I suppose, was it one of Wigan's social media team? They asked you what the score was, and this is how you replied. Michael, we made a long trip down. What do you think the score's going to be today? It's going to be 1-0, Will Grigg, on the checks, come on! <laughs> on the checks, come on. And the rest, Michael, is 
history. You become the great Wigan fan <laughs> who we absolutely adore on this station. And uh, thank you very much for coming into Excess. You're going to be with us throughout the whole show, if that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. Thanks for inviting me. I feel like I'm in the uh, the presence of greatness, Steve. I don't know about you. I mean, a million plus views on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever had more than 60 or something. Yeah. 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 That's your mum. That's just your mum and your missus. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well done, mate. So, we are going to be talking to Michael a bit later about Wigan, um, because we do have a new EFL podcast on the Manchester Football Social we want to uh, let you know about. So, we're going to have a game of Down the Ticks or... <laughs> and you're going to be instead of stage. Is that all right, Michael? Yeah. Right, lovely. And if you ever want to get involved in the Premier League chat, we're going to be now speaking about the greatest goalkeeper of all time to ever play in the Premier League. Petr retired, Steve. Yeah. I'm, 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 so here's the thing that I don't quite know. United have got a lot of goalkeepers that they can choose from. I'm looking at Danny and looking what kind of controversial decision he's going to pick. He's clearly oh, not going to say Joe. Face. He's clearly not going to say Joe Hart, is he? David James. Why can't I? Why Steve. are you influencing my <laughs> decision not David already? James? Some of the greats from the history we'll of City. start with you, Steve. Better <laughs> <laughs> check is retired. Yeah. What a great goalkeeper he was. Yeah. Is he the greatest no. Premier League is he goalkeeper? Is he Who is? Is he? Schmeichel, for me. <laughs> Schmeichel, because of the treble. Well, and just, he and, he's, and he's, he's even such he's such an amazing keeper. He's had another offspring straight into the Premiership. He just keeps pumping out goalies. <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> he's got the gene, mate. You can't deny he's got the gene. None of, none of the others have got Premiership uh, goalkeeping children, so he's definitely got the gene. So, with David De Gea doing so well in the Premier League, yeah. the question asks is, is he even the best goalkeeper to have played for Manchester United in the Premier League era? Is he better than Van der Sar? Do is you know he better what? than David De Gea, Schmeichel? Is yeah. your number one choice? The issue, the issue is, yeah, the, the issue is that De Gea was, has been propping up the team for the last six years without any question. There's been, he's got so many points and that helped to survive. Um, but, Unfortunately, you have to go by end results, and the team that won the treble is for me got to be the makes him the greatest keeper because to achieve that, you've got to have just the most phenomenal keeper, phenomenal defense, and resilience and, and endurance to cope with it all. You couldn't, I, I can't see a team ever achieving that again in history. I just can't. We're on for the quad this year, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, Michael, we're gonna put him <laughs> the into the Wednesday club mix, <laughs> um, and then we'll go over to uh, Danny. What do you believe is the well, Premier League? Well, obviously we've had some uh, exceptional keepers during the Premier League era. Um, don't you smile in that joke? No, no, don't be nice, be nice. You're neutral tonight. I um, am, I am. I'm, uh, I was very close to going Nicky Weaver, because obviously, as we all know, he is a, a top-shelf keeper. Um, yeah. But I am going to go for a city keeper, but he wasn't exactly a city keeper for very, very long. I'm going to go with David Seaman. I think David okay. Seaman, okay, well, David okay. Seaman was part of the invincible team, so that's something United never did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. David Seaman has probably, you know, he was an England goalie for years in a time where there was a lot of good England goalkeepers. <laughs> he was the one that, that, that stood out. And of course, yeah. he played for the Mighty Blues for a little spell as well. He rejected yeah. a contract at Arsenal, wanted to come to a big club and uh, and join the Mighty Blues. So <laughs> I, I would say, I would say, David Seaman is my choice. So really, you're comparing David Seaman to Peter Schmeichel? Well, you Who gets in yeah, your so. team, David Seaman, all day long <laughs> and twice on a Saturday, Joe. Yeah. No way, man. Twice. Steve, on a Saturday. come on. There's you no can't. way. You can't. David Seaman. Was it pre or post 
Invincibles when he went to sea. You were still at Main Road, then, weren't you? It was post, wasn't it? It was post. Uh, eight double seven to one. Are you David Seaman or are you Peter Schmeichel? Still so man. Seaman or Schmeichel? Yeah. See but that's do. an obvious one Would to throw out there because every Here's City the fan's going to tweet in saying Seaman and every United fan's going to tweet in saying Schmeichel. So there's no way of. I, I, I think he's a very good shout, David Seaman. I think he's a he was an amazing goalkeeper. He you know he's won the we, titles. He's won. He's got the pedigree. He's an international keeper. Um, I would go Seaman. We've had De Gea, Van der Sar, Schmeichel. Seaman. Uh, you've had Seaman, Seaman, Calamity Seaman. James, Joe Hart, who sort of slaps himself around the floor. Do not have a go at Joe Hart. <laughs> you will find yourself getting slapped. Oh, he was great for England in that final season. Yeah, oh, Joe. Joe, Joe's going to get back wow, Michael, for, for you, you might not be able to look back on the old goalkeepers of the time, but who have you enjoyed seeing in the Premier League that could be a future uh, goalkeeper that you enjoy? I know you mentioned the Liverpool goalkeeper. You like, you like Alisson? I like Alisson. I think he's really good at like commanding the box and like he's a tall lad and he can like dive and he can like jump up in the air and I think it's absolutely phenomenal like the size of him he can like jump really high and everything like yeah and yeah, that's what a keeper needs a future goalkeeper to be the best you know Michael used to but, come at you no, like just, a big X just obviously oh I'm, here I'm, we go I'm overly prepared obviously as normal for this radio show I've just noticed there that uh, Premier League appearances for David Seaman was 344 Premier League appearances for Peter Schmeichel 310 uh, he, uh, he so what you're saying is oh, 140 is, clean sheets what you're saying is he overstayed his Michael welcome 128 <laughs> he, he, he overstayed his welcome mate that's what you're telling us Danny <laughs> is the the this debate uh, about the greatest goalkeeper has come from better check retiring but there's also a lot of talk about goalkeepers is, at it, the minute now. is it unfair on a City fan that's what he's going to ask is no. it unfair <laughs> on a City fan to ask who had the best keeper because I'm going to ask you Dan you've just Thanks, had the most Joe. terrible <laughs> bunch <laughs> is the praise for David De Gea now overrated um David De Gea is an exceptional keeper I mean obviously when United have been as poor as they have for the last few seasons yeah. you, you know that the truth is he's had a lot more action hasn't he? you know he's, he's had to make more saves you know I think it's is it four consecutive player of the seasons for United <laughs> you know that says everything about I mean he's a quality quality keeper but it's horses for courses isn't it would would I have David De Gea over Edison no I wouldn't because of the way we play football it's about the, the distribution plus David De Gea can't play centre mid can he <laughs> not like Edison Edison, Edison just bursts out a few one twos and gets back in net um, they're very yeah, shouty tonight aren't they Michael sorry, I'll, I'll, very shouty tonight don't yeah. meet a scary Michael don't sorry. meet a scary guess. overly enthusiastic what would alright so, the, if, so she, go if on. Jose was still manager he would have put McTominay in net and then we would have had <laughs> somebody who yeah. played almost every position in the back yeah. you're looking at maybe the future generation of goalkeepers You've got three quality goalkeepers, no matter what you think. Edison, Allison, and uh, De Gea in yeah. that role. Now, who makes their mark for being the best goalkeeper out there in three? Is it about when they win trophies? Or is it about doing a performance that you know De Gea did on the weekend? Yeah. Or is it having that spark to be a different, the new generation of goalkeeper, which is what? Edison is, is well, yeah. The, these the new the Allison um, uh, um, Edison sort of keepers. They they're as good with the feet as they are, they are with the hands. I'm not saying the distribution of De Gea isn't good, but I just think the way we play football, Edison is a is a perfect fit. As a shot stopper, I don't think you find anyone better than De Gea in the world. You know, I'd say that maybe Thibaut Courtois, but I'd still have De Gea over over him. Um, so I think we're just quite quite lucky. I think we've probably got. 
three of the top five keepers in the world that play in, play in the Premier League and mm. you know all three play in the North West the new style I mean obviously you've got to be a shot stopper but the new style is you've got to be able to sort of pass the ball a bit like Scolzi just see that forward yeah. movement and, and where to actually place it and stuff yeah. that's the new way of looking at keepers it used to be in the past the biggest guy possible and shove him in front of the pegs and that was that but it's not like that anymore Michael so. how's the Wigan goalkeeper doing this season? Stopping the ball from going in the back of the net? Is he doing well? Pulling it out. Pulling it. Hey, has he got a bad back from all in there? <laughs> Last season he was alright, but this season he's conceding like loads of goals and it's not really going that well, but... 3-0 win at the weekend, change of goalkeeper, we're on the up. We're on the up. <laughs> up the tick. <laughs> up the tick. Let's up go. the tick. Up the, up the tick. If you can say it, I've got this little... Up the tick. Up the tick. Whatever you want. Up the tick. Up the tick. Let's go talking about... Uh, moving on to our uh, next talking point. If you buy, uh, want to get involved in this debate about the greatest goalkeeper, 87711, uh, give us a call, 0345 117625. Come and have your chat about the greatest Premier League goalkeeper ever. Uh, and we'll just table that to one side. I think you uh, a draw there, should we say? One vote for David Seaman, <laughs> one vote for uh, I Michael. think we both put a good case up I don't there, think any of won. I think you've just embarrassed yourself. Oh, Michael can have the final say. Michael. I'd like to say uh, Peter Schmeichel because it's amazing that he's like, he's been a legend and now he's a master because he's taken on the apprentice of his son and he's actually scored three goals, I heard, so yeah. that's out of the order. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone right off, Michael. <laughs> you right off. <laughs> Got the check! Right, let's, like uh, let's talk to our next talking point. Let's move on. It is uh, Manchester United's cham uh, transfer policy. Now, if you are listening, we do have a Manchester City show. That was on last night and uh, Sammy Lee from Goal didn't really have much to, to talk about in the transfers. Doesn't think anything's going to happen for Manchester City. If you're a City fan, get the podcast. So it's Manchester City Football Social, wherever you get your podcasts and uh, that'll be there. So then we just naturally move on to have a look at the red side of Manchester what's happening over there. It isn't about who's coming into Manchester United, it's about who might get the chop. Okay. So before I tell you the rumours about who might go, Steve... Who would I like do you to have see? anyone... I mean, this might be a long <laughs> list, Michael, so strap yourself in. Do you have anyone you want to get rid of at Manchester United? Do you know what? If you'd asked me what... Bill Jones! A month and a... Well, a month and a half ago, if you'd asked me, you had a much longer list of people are just... The attitude and everything about them. The likes of Pogba. I couldn't stand seeing him on the pitch. It's, it's pure, purely attitude-based. But now, in terms of tactics, pff, where does Fellaini fit into all this? I want to see Lukaku go, really. He's so slow, laborious watching him. He's not lost any of that weight he was promising he was going to lose. So I don't know what kind of Christmas he's had, but he's definitely been celebrating something. And then... Isn't pop calling kettle black. Well, <laughs> hey. I'm a comedian. I'm bought, I'm supposed to be cuddling. You don't you don't go on stage trying to run hundred meters in ten seconds, do you? <laughs> Unless the heckling gets bad. I'm, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Unless it's a cash gig. He's had to clean off that, Steve. So you, you say there's you just, no one on your Hang on, can now. I just say I've just been fat shamed on uh, national <laughs> radio. No, <laughs> not, good, it? not good. Is there anyone on your list? I've got a list in front of me. Nothing's happening. Gone. The, gone. What's the list? Now, Fellaini, gone. Lukaku, yeah. gone. I want... Lukaku? Whoa. Yeah, get rid. Whoa. Uh, Lukaku, gone. Who else was I thinking then? Jones, surely. Oh, yeah, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, I can tell Mr. you that Jones. there is a centre-back on this. There's two players on the list that apparently are the first chop for Manchester United when uh, Oli gets his way. <gasps> one of them being Marouane Fellaini, so you correct there. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one being a defender, uh, Marcus Rojo. 
Now, he might have just disappeared from some of your memories, but he still plays for Manchester United. Um, he was that sort of aggressive type of defender that United yeah. fans thought could be the new Vidic. So was Bailly. You know, that could still... Bailly's got a few errors. Mike Jones is the new Duncan Edwards. We've heard all this one <laughs> this before, haven't we? There's some deluded people at Old Trafford. So, what, what the main sort of aim of this story was to bring out the fact that United got a lot of dead wood that he's get rid of still. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, no holding back, surely. The thing, the the thing was um, the, the amount of players that were on the team that were pre uh, Jose. That his he was playing legacy players every single week. It just showed that any anyone knew he's took on. I've got no the, no purpose, and that that still stands now. Basically, I, I'm not I, I, just my take on that, Joe. With particularly Fellaini, you know, I'm not a fan of him. I could never imagine him in his City squad. However, when you look at what he, he the games he's changed when he's come off the bench and yeah. he's gone that route one and he's had a knockdown or he's got a late equaliser, <laughs> a late winner, you know, he does kind of serve serve a purpose. But yeah. he's a very expensive super sub, isn't he? You know, a yeah. lot, they're paying him a lot of money each week. <clears throat> I think if the um, they it, don't get rid of him in January I think his value probably because he's only got a short contract he's yeah. re-signed a short contract <laughs> his value will go down in the summer um, but but would I keep him around in your situation I probably would for six months personally yeah okay well I, I would say I would <laughs> you stumbled Steve there you? no because my thoughts are, are that there are not a million other players around the world that can achieve exactly what Fellaini does and more there's a guy called Milinkovic Savic have you heard of him I think he plays for Lazio or something yeah. he's a young lad he's strong he's tall he's got skills he's an amazing passer he's everything Fellaini can do and the rest that you need and I think that's the kind of player you want to get rid of Fellaini and bring in someone like that young and with fantastic potential Fellaini has not got potential right we're going to take a little break thank you very much for that chat uh, gents coming up after we're going to be speaking to Michael in a game of uh, Down the Ticks or obviously Golden <laughs> <Up the> team. <laughs> I don't even need Go the ball uh, and we're also going to be talking about Wigan and uh, mentioning our EFL podcast that is coming out uh, but if you have time and these gentlemen will do it during the break uh, head towards our Manchester Football Social Facebook page and Twitter page we put a list out of nine uh, strikers from each club the red and the blue side the red side include Ronaldo Rude Rooney Rashford Cole Best King Eric Olegon Asosha uh, the blue side included Anelka, Dickoff, Franny, the Goat, Tevez, uh, Big Nile, uh, Sergio. You can only pick two of them to play in your attacking lineup. Uh, I want to know your thoughts if you can get on social media now or text us 87711. And gents, you're going to have a go at that as well. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe now to the podcast and never miss another episode. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. This is the Wednesday Club. Every Wednesday, 6 till 7 on XS Manchester, we talk about football uh, with the red side and the blue side and special guests. So, on the red side, we've got uh, Steve Janjaski. Hello. On the blue side of Manchester, we have got Danny Jackson. Good evening. And a special guest today is the wonderful Michael. Hello, Michael. You alright, lads? Yeah, Wigan fan. <laughs> Up the ticks. Up the ticks. Up the ticks, indeed. Uh, Michael's going to be with us throughout the whole show uh, and we're also going to be chatting to him in a second about uh, Wigan and also a little game we've got. Uh, what else is coming up is uh, you've still got time to go over to our uh, Manchester Football Social Facebook and Twitter pages uh, to find your favourite strikers. You can only pick two. Danny, are you finding it tough? Uh, ish. Yeah, ish. But I've got, I've got a couple in mind. Definitely. 
you've got about five minutes to do that. Head over there and sort your two out. Uh, right, so, uh, Michael, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for on this day. me. Uh, you're very, very welcome. Uh, so, so, for the recap, if anyone's just tuned in, uh, tune in. Uh, you rose to fame because of a wonderful prediction where Will Griggs, 1-0, up Will the ticks. Will up the ticks, come on! Now, during the break, you happened to remind me of when Will Griggs did score one goal, and it was a 1-0 win against Wigan. Uh, it was in the FA Cup, if I'm not. Yeah, round five. Who, who, to bring could, this up, who could that be against, Michael? <laughs> it might be Man City, I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember that, Danny? Yeah. Do I remember, remember the one at Wembley as well when they beat us in that oh, game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, well, well, the first thing we said when you got knocked out this season is we're going all the way. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you are our bogey side, there's no doubt. This was the prediction from Michael. Michael, you made a long trip down. What do you think the score's going to be today? It needs to be 1-0. Will Grigg on the checks, come on! And he was correct, but just for... Not for the, what was the Bolton score? 1-1. Uh, one, one. Bournemouth, wasn't it? One, oh, Bournemouth. Oh, was it? Oh, Bournemouth. Oh, Bournemouth, yeah, that was the actual game. Uh, right, so we're going to play a little game now, if that's all right with you, Michael. Um, but first of all, tell me about your favourite player for Wigan. Who is it at the minute? Cedric Kipre. I was his biggest critique at the start, but then um, he was really, he got really strong and like, really like hard and like, the only way the opposition would score against us is if they got past him. You're saying he's that good that the only way anyone can score against you is if they get past that man. Yeah, he's winning every ball, every head, everything. He's just amazing. Right, okay. I like that. I like that. So we should keep an eye out on him. Do you think any of the big clubs might come for him? Hope not. Hope not. <laughs> so we hope not as well. Uh, so, Michael, are you ready for a little game? And I am. you can maybe help him out if you any of you know about um about the championship. I don't know if you know anything. Uh, right, so the game is very, very simple. It's a game of down the tip, ticks, or up <laughs> the, the ticks. <laughs> nearly said it completely wrong there uh, and got a little out Ofcom uh, complaint. He nearly dumped himself then, did he? <laughs> down the ticks or up the ticks. It is very, very simple, Michael. Uh, I've got uh, the championship uh, table in front of me and we're going to go through uh, some stats. So, I could give you one, for example. Um, Brentford have got two red cards this season. Do Wigan have less, down the ticks, or more, up the ticks red cards? I can tell you that it is three red cards for Wigan. So what would you have said there, Michael? I would have said up the ticks. You would have said up the ticks. Right, Mike, lean a bit forward to you, Mike. Remember, if you know anything, you can help Michael along if things get a bit, uh, if he gets a bit stuck. So, here on the Manchester Football Social, are you ready for a game of up the ticks or down the ticks? This is how it's going to be. Okay, Michael. So let's look at Bolton. They have scored 18 goals this season. How many goals have Wigan got? Is it down? Have they got less? Or is it up the ticks? In total. In total, in the championship. Is it more or less than 18? Up the ticks. Up the ticks. You're saying up the ticks. Up the you are correct, yes. Michael. Yes. to Michael. Come He's on. got it. Up the ticks, right? Preston North End have lost eleven games this season, but how many defeats have Wigan got? Now this might not be a good one. Up the ticks. Up the ticks. You're going for up I'm the sad ticks. Sad to say, but up the ticks. You're sad yeah. to say. Up the ticks. You are correct. Two 0 to Michael, and the final one. Millwall have won seven games this season. We're looking uh, for Wigan. Have they won more or less than eight? Up the ticks or down the ticks? I'm going to say, due to our starting performance and our win uh, last week, I'm going to say up the ticks. 
One final up the ticks. And if if you hear the ding, that means you are three out of three and you've smashed it, Michael. Is it up the ticks? I can tell you. You are correct, wow. Michael. Up the ticks. Round the round for Michael. <laughs> he came in. So basically, they were all up the ticks. <laughs> all the ticks. Because, uh, because you know, it's his catchphrase. It's the catchphrase. <laughs> I told him it was going to be And you've easy. won uh, tickets to see me live. Um, how old are you, did you say? 13. Oh, so that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he only you have to wait five years. I have to wait five years. Prize. He's to tickets Michael. to see Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a, that's a bogey prize, by the way. No Thank you. Michael. Um, <laughs> so Michael let's look at Wigan now we are got uh, the table in front of me gents if you don't know it's been a bit of a up and down season for Wigan but they sit 19th um, you've got teams like Bolton who we, we talk about here on the Manchester Football Social underneath them your heart heart are Wigan going to be in the championship next season they're going to stay up aren't they Michael they will yes our defence is like really good and like our attack is uh, promising it's like really good like yeah so you I think, think when you've got a goal scorer like Will Grigg as well, you know, that's a problem Some sometimes. Some rumours about these. Sunderland coming in for really? Will Grigg. So oh, that you keep good. hold of Will Grigg, you think, Michael? Mm. I hope so. Like He's not been playing, so maybe that is uh, Paul Cook's hint of he's on his way. He's on his way. It's going to be interesting to see if we can stay in the uh, in the championship. Uh, Michael, something you might want to listen to, and then you want to listen now, we've got a new EFL podcast here from the Manchester Football Social. Um, it's, it's just Niall and some of the guys talking about uh, all the teams that we look after here in, in the Manchester region. So your, your son, Danny, plays for uh, uh, Berry. So we, yeah. we discuss Berry in the podcast, yeah, yeah. Bolton, Rochdale, Oldham, and of course... And Berry, by the way, Joe... Barry, by the way, are flying. Uh, I've tried to get Mr. Ryan Lowe on tonight to have a little chat with him, but um, he's not got back to me, basically. Yeah. Ryan's ditched me. So if you're an EFL fan and you don't want to hear all the jury news about United City, like Michael, <laughs> uh, head over to uh, Acast, uh, iTunes as well, and go and uh, have a look at the EFL podcast. Uh, Michael, are you going to stick with us as well? I will, yes. Thank you very much. Are you going to get on the EFL podcast? Talk Hope about so, Wigan? yeah. Hope so. So do I. And we're definitely going to stay up, aren't they? Definitely. Yes, definitely. The They're going to the stay up. the six. Up the six. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I can try and get you, if you get on Facebook, the Manchester Football Social, you can maybe get involved in this one, Michael, right. as well. Because what we did on our Football Social Facebook page and Twitter is we put a selection of nine Manchester United strikers, nine Manchester City strikers, and it is up to you to pick two. You can only have two. No cheating. No doing a Yaya Tori on Monday Night Football, if you saw that, where he picked five strikers in his ultimate 11. You can only have two. <laughs> Danny, we'll start with you. Have you got the list in front of you? I have. Could you read out all nine and then let me know what two you've picked? Okay, these absolute blue legends. We've got Nicholas and Elka. Paul Dickoff, he was on the show last night. You can uh, you can listen to that if you want to get on uh, iTunes or Acast. Um, you, we've got Franny Lee. We've got The Goat. Carlos Tevez, Rodney Marsh, Niall Quinn, Uwe Rosler, and the uh, all-time leading City goal scorer Sergio Aguero. Sergio Aguero. So I tell you what, we'll do. We'll do. What two would you pick, Dan? I'd love to know what two Steve would pick as well from the City. Yeah, um, Sergio Aguero, without a shadow of a doubt, is. We'll get in there. Okay, pick, Sergio Aguero. Pick, um, Dicky, he scored uh, some important goals. Obviously, one of the most, well, the most important goal. 
Carlos Tevez he was just a nightmare for defenders and his, his goals to game ratio was ridiculous but I'm going to go with another man like Sergio who scored over 100 goals for City I'm going to go for the GOAT I'm going to oh. have Sean Gota up front with Sergio Aguero oh. big man little man little knockdowns cool. from the GOAT little finishes look what, what are you looking at me like that for yeah, I'm going to go with Sean Golter, and if you're listening, Sean, he knows he's a legend. Sean Golter, get, get, get on the line. Aguero's. Who would you choose, Goat? Would petrify me. Eight double seven double one oh three four five treble one seven six two five. Who would you uh, pick from that? Briefly, because it's going to make me feel poorly. Uh, <laughs> Aguero and Tevez. Uh, I, I know they're both yeah. very short, but they're that. They're my kind of players. Yeah. They're sort of bitey, fighty. Battlers, Pacey players. I, we, I mean, we had Tevez and then we gave him to you and then he went off to China or whatever he does. He's hard to keep unless you've got a big uh, wage pay, packet for him. But, um, great player. In fact, the first time I ever saw him play live, he, he, he was playing for West Ham against United and I think it was last game of the season we'd already won the league and he just turned up scored a goal right in front of me and I was and then we, then we had him the next season and uh, Tevez yeah he, he was a great striker he was Tevez. so for City and the only reason I'm saying that is because he, he was at United mm. I don't feel so bad about picking him yeah. Let's go on to Manchester United's uh, lineup. Have you got the United uh, list in front of I you? I have, there? yeah. So it is phenomenal. By the way, uh, if you want to, make sure you are following all of our social medias Manchester Football Social on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, go and give that a like and a follow uh, because we do some stuff like this that you can get involved in. Name out all the nine United strikers. <laughs> all the ass Ronaldo, Rude, Rashford, Rooney. Um, I wouldn't say Rashford. He's a bit too, bit too young, a bit too soon. Um, he's only his finishing's been a bit weird last few seasons, on and off. Amazing at the weekend, and I feel the last few games he's really been allowed to let leash, and the passion he's got on the pitch is just incredible. Uh, Mark Hughes, um, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, Eric the King, uh, Georgie Best, and uh, Cole. So from them, I'd say I just loved Ronaldo when he turned up and went became a colossus. He was just a frightening player to come against him. I don't know much about George Best, to be honest with you. I know he's an amazing striker, but I've not, I've not really seen that many games with him. So, Ronaldo and Rude up front just absolutely would destroy you. Ronaldo and Rude up front. Destroy you. Yeah. Danny? Who would you like to play? Yeah, a little bit like Steve. You look at that, I mean, particularly for me, I can I can visualise each of them scoring winners against us, so it does really hurt. You know, obviously George Best, maybe not, a bit before my time, but I think Ronaldo has to be there. He's probably one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. Um, and my second choice, I'm just going to go down the line that Steve Shanyaski did, and I'm going to go for Andy Cole because he played for City as well. Andy Cole. Can I say I'm very disappointed that Norman Whiteside isn't on that list? Yeah, Because well, he was clearly one of the best. Okay, the well, I didn't make the list. I'm just <laughs> okay. here to talk about it. Michael, for you, uh, maybe outside of Wigan, some of your favourite strikers that you like to watch, the the, the, the favourite players of yours in, in football? Well, I, he's not a striker, but I always used to like watching uh, Dimitri Payet, and um, I really like what Mo Salah's doing, but for strikers, um, Aguero's been doing really well. Like, um, yeah. Good lad up good the lad Aguero. Like his turn and his finish and his shot, just like, it's absolutely amazing, the undescribable talent. Yeah, it, it, do you know what? I do like Aguero more. Yeah, hard not to, because yeah, yeah. he's, he's such a nice guy. Like well, Michael, when, when the players, because I, I work at mm. I work at City, and when the players come off the bus, I announce the players off, so I'm stood there as they walk out, and Sergio Aguero gets off the bus when everyone goes mental, and he looks as if, like, his face, his facial expression is, 
Is this for me? <laughs> it's like such a also humble like Suarez, guy. Like, I really like what? <laughs> now the Suarez, I like Suarez. <laughs> Suarez was a bit. Uh, but I like just like stance and like how he took a free kick. He'd like really curl it and like he's skillful. Like, obviously, it's like really controversial, but he's a class yeah. player despite from all like the media and everything. He is that gritty sort of Tevez kind of player that you don't see too much of in the Premier League, like the yeah. Costa. What, what was uh, that game that um, when Suarez and Liverpool were playing? Uh, so um, Suarez went to. Uh, Barca. Barca. So, uh, and they were up against this Liverpool. Could, this might and go the only reason, the only re- the only reason he knew exactly what was going to happen was because he used to play for Liverpool, and he he went running back. He knew that um, someone was going to pass it back. I think it was Steve Gerrard or something was going to pass it back to the keeper at that point, and he went flying after it. And for that reason, I love him because it's just another. It was a great incident no. where Liverpool just lost. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all unite ourselves against the common enemy here. You're really. get battered by uh, Matthew's daddy, <laughs> Michael. Uh, right, I've got. The 10 year challenge. So, if you don't know about the 10 year challenge, because we are going to have to go to a little break, <laughs> uh, the 10 year challenge is very simple. Have you done it on social media, Steve? Have you done your 10 year challenge? No. No. Michael, how old did you be 10 years ago? Four? Three? Three, Three years old? <laughs> Crikey. So, the 10 year challenge is a little uh, craze that's taken over social media. You post a picture of yourself in the modern day and you post a picture of yourself 10 years ago, and for some reason you can't believe how much you've changed, even though it was 10 years ago. Yeah. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do that, but with our teams, with Manchester City and Manchester United. We've got a game from 10 years ago, exactly. Oh, I'm excited. Actually, no, 10 years ago, exactly tomorrow, the 17th of Jan. Wow. Uh, I can tell you, bizarrely, uh, the game I've got here is a 1-0 for Manchester City at home against Wigan in 2009. Oh, 1-0. We, we, we didn't we even plan that. We, we didn't it. even plan it. And was it last year, wasn't it? Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and three oh years prior God. to that. I love him. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> And you, I hope you get relegated. Leave him alone, Daddy. Leave him alone. And going down, going down. <laughs> Listen, and Manchester United is a one nil against Bolton. Oh, okay. Home. So what I need you to do, if you could, is name me. I'm going to give you some pieces of paper and some pens. If you listen on the podcast, do pause it and try and answer as many as you can. Uh, can you name me as many? the starting 11 as you possibly can that will be about three to four minutes you've got to answer it uh, i'll be uh, making sure i give you the answers that's all coming up uh, much more from michael previewing some of the games as well in the premier league right after this excess manchester manchester football social Welcome back to the Manchester Football Social. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, so, this Wednesday club is coming to its end. Uh, but if you've missed the start of the show, you want to join us again, the podcast is available to download uh, on iTunes, Acast, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. This will be available uh, straight after the show. Thank you for uh, downloading. Subscribe and make sure you rate us five stars. Uh, right, I'm joining the studio by the blue side of Manchester. Danny Jackson. Hello, Danny. Hello. Steve Shanyaski. Hello, Steve. And special guest, Michael Wigan fan, how you doing, Michael? All right, Final section of the show is, is going all right so far. Yeah, it's going really well. I'm really liking it. Like, Are we doing a good job? <laughs> You're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Uh, before the break, we were talking about this ten years challenge. It's taking over social media. Post a picture of yourself ten years ago. Post a picture of yourself now, and it's like compare the difference. See how mad it is. My mum's done it. That's how kind of weird it is. Uh, what we've done then is taking the football twist of it. We've got teams uh, from ten years ago. And we are going to see how many you can guess in the starting 11. 
I've got your answers in front of me and I gave them a bit of a mark out of uh, 11. Uh, I can tell you, you, you didn't do great, I've got to be honest with you both, yeah? <laughs> uh, we'll but start with surprise. the city team. Uh, Michael's dad, if you want to get involved, you swing around with Michael and you can, I know you've been writing some uh, some out, uh, so we are going to talk, <laughs> Michael, you stay in as well, we are going to talk about Manchester City first. The game was 1-0, it was against Wigan, we don't bring that up again. No fighting in the studio. Up the blues. <laughs> up the, up the six. six. Up the six. <laughs> it was a game City won one nil. But let's go through your starting eleven. Please read it out. This, just, just to kind of uh, back. Oh, here we go. I run out of ideas completely, so I started throwing here names. Into yeah, yeah. I wish I wish I done. Where did you get violin? Okay, uh, I had Joe Hart in goal. Yeah, one sec. That's one point. Mm. Boom. I had uh, Richard Dunn. I can tell you that is. Two points. Boom. Uh, I had Sylvan Distan. Sylvan Distan. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I had Micah Richards. Ooh, Correct. Three. Okay. Now, I meant to put Michael Ball, but I've written Ben Thatcher, which was way <laughs> before that. So, no. No. So that's wrong. Uh, I had Sean Wright Phillips. Oh. I had Trevor Sinclair. <laughs> I had Joey Barton. I had Claudio Reyna. Get used to this noise, by the way. I know. Because all these, I was just like rushing them down. I've got none of these right. I had Nicholas and Elka. Come on. That must be. You're on four, mate. You're on four. You're going to kick yourself when you're in the team. Paolo on chop. There'll be a lot more modern players. I've just made a mistake. I've got them about five years. Do you tell you some of the ones you missed? Yes. Oh, where do I start? Right. I'm guessing I missed. Wayne Bridge. Vincent Company. Oof, man. Alano. Wow, yeah, of course. Rubinho. Of course. And Daniel Sturridge. Wow. Would have made up your 11 there as well. Okay. Uh, oh, Anua. Anua as well. Oh, Neds, yeah. Neddy, Nadem, Anua. So got you only got four. 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 Rubbish. Tricky. Four. You're going to help Rubbish. with the United one here because he's going to need it. Um, no, because I'm not. When you handed over your start 11, how many was written down, Steve? Seven, eight. Right, okay, yeah. I didn't ask for 11, did I? No, I must have asked for just... No, because what, I got... I must have just asked for it. Yeah, but I, I got a mental block. How many did you ask for, Michael? 11, didn't I? Yeah, 11. 11, thanks, Michael. Michael's got me back. Uh, but I let's went for go. quality instead of just throwing in players like... One Four to beat. Okay. Go, no. read, read one out. Nemanja Vidic. Nemanja Vidic. Oh, it's a good start. Skolzy. Really? Really, mate. I've got it. Rude Van Nistelrooy. Rude, Rude Van Nistelrooy. Van der Sar. Raphael. What? His twin brother. <laughs> Ronaldo. Ah, Greaves. This is when you start. Ah, Greaves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Rio. Rio. Ferdinand. Yeah. <laughs> Rooney, Rooney, Rooney. No, yes, I won all three. You got beat then. So the team: Edwin Van der Sar, yeah, Gary Neville, Vidic, Johnny Evans, John O'Shea, Darren Fletcher, Michael Carrick, Anderson, Ronaldo, Whoa. Carlos Tevez. And Dimitar. You know what, though? Yeah, when you don't get a lot say... of time for that, your mind goes either blank yeah, or you're I right. Because I thought Neville was... Like I, I thought he was way before that. I thought he was... 
But I did start saying, think about who were, who were pundits now, so I should have pulled Neville in then. You should have put Neville in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You should have done that as well. Uh, right, so this is the Wednesday Club. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, let's go over to uh, the games on the weekend. We've only got a couple of minutes left to talk about the Premier League games with you guys here. Um, Steve, you're looking to continue Oh, God, I'm so excited. Incredible run of form. Will it be another win for Ollie's men? Absolutely, without any question. We're at home <laughs> as well. Yeah, just, it's just, we have got that Leicester City momentum thing going on and people are going to be very worried turning up at Old Trafford. In fact, facing us anywhere now, I'm convinced. We'll deal that with that. We'll get to top four. You beat Liverpool. Everyone's happy. That's the way the season's going to go for me. Yes. We are going to get top four, you know. It's happening. Danny? What was the question? Um, Ooh, talking about going on? all these men going to continue this un- unbeaten. Um, uh, no. I think at the minute you're riding the crest of a wave, I think, you, you know, I've heard it mentioned on the show before that it's kind of the, you know, the enthusiasm, the energy that Ollie's putting in, he's transmitting itself to the players, the performing, what will it be like when they get the first defeat? Um, I've watched a couple of games under Ollie, I've not been impressed at all. Um, so I think, uh, but you've got a good run of games coming up. You might win the next five or six, I think. You've got pretty, pretty straightforward looking games. After that, it could be a different story. Crest so. of a wave, but it's a tsunami, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's unstoppable. It's We're going to be un- taking out nuclear power plants of it and everything. <laughs> Have you had any, uh, look over Manchester United, Michael? Do you think, you know, Ollie Gunnar Social was their new manager taking over Jose Mourinho? Are they continue to just uh, keep winning do you think yeah they're playing really well obviously like they've got like, great up I think the passion I just think the passion is the the whole key to it I've I've said it all season it's the passion and the attitude that's been my greatest um, disappointment with United the passion is back and I don't care particularly how well we do as long as we play with passion and that's all that matters to me indeed it really is Uh, so it's Brighton I'll tell you about the run then Uh, so uh, Ollie's men go on this run they go on against uh, uh, Brighton uh, and then they got Arsenal in the FA Cup Uh, then you got Burnley Leicester Fulham before the big games, PSG coming PSG, up as well. Yeah, Liverpool. So excited. Um, yeah, but in yeah. a way, you know, there's some big old games coming up. But ones you'd think uh, United. Yeah, because we've been be- losing against the the small fry, and that's been an absolute joke. So yeah, we need these tests. But I, I'm convinced we'll get top four. I think Arsenal and Chelsea will be a draw at the weekend. That's coming up. That'll just get us some more, just to climb a little bit more towards it all. I think Chelsea are really, the wheels are starting to fall apart. And Arsenal, I can see us getting there. I can see us getting top four. A lot of rumours Chelsea are going to snatch Higuain this window. I mean, that'll change the game, I think, if they do, because he's he's absolute class. Yeah. Do you think, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Obviously, United fans, it's quite interesting. With United City fans, they've not just got to look after their own club, they've got to keep an eye on what's happening at Chelsea and Arsenal for United and obviously what's happening at Liverpool uh, for you, Danny. Uh, Danny, you got Huddersfield on the weekend, Manchester City against Huddersfield, an away game, just a simple, I mean, you're going on a great run of Just pass it yeah, around, I put it in the back of the net when you want to. Up until um, the manager going this week, it's always one of them, isn't it, when they, they, you know, the manager goes, they always up. But I mean when you look at the reality of it Huddersfield has struggled this season I mean 11 points I think they've got bottom of the league they already look like the the cut adrift from from safety um, we're 
we're definitely on form at the minute. You know, we've had that blip and hopefully we're over it for good. But um, the way we're playing, I mean, we you know we look at the two cup games, 16 goals we scored in two games. You know, do you, all right, it's Huddersfield, they're a Premier League side, but at the moment, they're struggling that much. You'd maybe look at them as a championship yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like it when a manager leaves. I really don't, especially the game, bef- you know, they, they leave the week before you're playing them, at, uh, you know, on the weekend. But... I just think we're going to be too good for Liverpool, uh, for, for Liverpool as well, but for Huddersfield, yeah, uh, clearly. I think, I think three, maybe three nil. Interesting. Uh, and we'll have more of a uh, preview on the Friday show here on the Manchester Football Social where we'll go into depth about both games. If you're a United fan, you've got the full-time Devils takeover uh, tomorrow, which is the one of the biggest football phone-ins for United fans, six till seven. Uh, Michael, you're going to travel to uh, Sheffield <coughs> Wednesday. Is that right? On the weekend? Yep, Big game for weekend? I think we can win. Like Obviously, like... We're just getting back to basics, like getting like, the players back. And um, I was looking on uh, my app, and they've had a mixed run of form. Like they've been winning, drawing, losing a lot. And I think we're back to basics, and I think we can give them a game on Saturday. Yeah, I like it. So you're going to get three Soft points. Game, on, huh? yeah. yeah. All three points uh, for Wiccan on the weekend. Uh, so uh, thank you very much um, for coming in, Michael. Thank you very we're much. We're going to finish on a story that involves the championship. Uh, now, I don't know if you've uh, read of what happened at five o'clock. Leeds boss, uh, what a man he is, yeah. uh, decided to throw BLC. a... Uh, yeah, BLC, yeah. I always get it... Um, I try and say it as best as you can in Italian. How do you, BLC. I'm good, that's all right. It's not going to upset anyone, is it? No. Leeds United manager says he's going to call a press conference. We're all thinking, or the tabloids are thinking, he's going to resign. Did you see what he did? He admitted... Not just a spying on Derby on the on the game of Friday. He admitted to spying on every single team he has played right. in the championship. So, because he knew there was going to be an investigation to him, he called a press conference. He got a PowerPoint out, and he just admitted to spying on every spying. Single I mean, spying's a bit a bit harsh. He was, you know, spying? what he what he. You know, got found out. Well, from what would you call it? He watches yeah, all he watches opponents. It, but he's on a public footpath, so he's, he's not done anything wrong, illegal. He's yeah. not done anything illegal. This is the question. It's more of the moral, moral thing. The moral, it's just, yeah. It's question. more of the, the moral dilemma. But you know what? I think it's. I think it's just intuitive. I mean, this guy's thinking, well, I'm allowed to stand, or I'm allowed to put somebody there. I mean, he'd look a bit daft what if he stood we, there up a step What are we ladder. talking about? Um, the Leeds manager, Leeds manager has been yeah. spying on... Where on, have you on, been over the last week, Steve? Well, that's what we all do. Everyone does that, don't no, they? No, at training. 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 So, so he, he sent somebody to watch Derby oh. County training so he could look at... Man the in drills, a box, licking his lips. <laughs> yeah, licking his lips, having a look, rubbing yeah. his hands. Yeah, up a ladder. Um, but but he's oh, to me. I see what I you just mean. Think this guy's, you know, he's a winner. He's trying to get every advantage that he can. He's not done anything illegal. Where he's, this person was was not on private property. It was on a public <laughs> path. Yeah. Anyone could do it. So I just think everybody's a bit gutty that they didn't think of it before him. So it's just a crazy story. I wanted to end on because we. <laughs> and he is mad story. as a box of frogs. So, can I, I just say one thing? Yeah. On, on I mean, I I don't know loads about Bielsa, but going off what Pep Guardiola, I mean, to me, he's the greatest manager on the planet at the minute. But he says Bielsa is the greatest manager on the planet. Pep Guardiola. Okay. Over the last yeah. couple of days, he's just, he's his idol as a manager. So, uh, Tip of the iceberg for everyone as well is that he showed in the press conference, he got a PowerPoint up of Derby's tactics and how they play. 
and how they fought, how they put out an eleven. So now the whole league knows Derby's and Frank Lampard's game plan. Um, so I'm sure they're absolutely over the moon. Wow, that's that. horrendous. We'll see what happens on that uh, story. <laughs> funny what happens, though, it is. But it, 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 you know what? <laughs> well, funny. I mean, but immoral. Immoral, Steve. So where do you draw the line? Uh, well, the guy clearly needs to keep, keep out of public way, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Just hanging around the fence and stuff. Michael, thank you very much for coming in Thanks and for being part me. of the I've Wednesday really Club. This experience. Good well, to have you good here. Good to have you here, Michael. Good man. Uh, enjoy the game of Sheffield Wednesday on the weekend. Steve, yeah. see you in two weeks' time. <sighs> Excited. Dear. Danny, when are you on next? Uh, I think I'm back on for the Man City show on Tuesday next week. Lovely. Uh, and I'm back uh, with the Manchester Football Social uh, full-time Devils takeover tomorrow. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And, of course... Excess Manchester. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe now to the podcast and never miss another episode. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.